0: He crashed my car, and I was like, you know what? Like, you suck. So I called my homegirls. I got on a plane two days later and moved to California, you know? And I was like, you know what? I'm, like, 90 pounds. I, like, look nasty, you know what I mean? I'm, like, not attractive. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, I'm going to stop doing pills. I'm going to live a different life, you know? So I moved to California to be a pot kingpin. I was like, you know what? I'm going to grow weed with my homegirls. We're going to take over one grow up at a time. You know, it's going to be rad. It's going to be great. And then I did that. So then I uh, moved to California. I kicked blues, cold turkey. Um, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I did like a little Xanax here and there. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say like. But pretty much cold turkey kicked. Uh, it was fucking horrible. Uh, And then after that, I started drinking, you know, and just like being a normal person. I was like, my problem was opiates. Like, I don't have a problem with anything else. And so, you know, I started doing a bunch of coke, shitty fucking coke. L.A. does not have good coke. I don't give a shit what anybody says. This shit is disgusting. Uh, I used to, I did mad coke, a lot of fucking Xanax, and I started drinking tequila. And... You know, it wasn't, it's so crazy, man. It wasn't the Coke. It wasn't the crack. It wasn't the opiates. It wasn't that, you know, it wasn't heroin. It wasn't, it was fucking tequila that got me on my knees, like in more way than one. You know what I mean? Like it was bad. (laughs) Like it was not, it was not good. Like it is never a good look. And the last- Was it like one night with tequila or was it a long binge with tequila? Six months with tequila six months me me tequila xanax and coke but it was, Aww, it, was, it was it was really cute it was really great well it lasted uh it looked like me hitchhiking every day i didn't have a car so like you know you have to get around if you want to get high and you want to get fucked up so like yeah i just put hitchhike i'm like living in studio city like basically the valley hitchhiking in hollywood like I don't know how I'm alive, but, you know, here I am. Uh, It it was fine. Everybody was super nice, you know. Uh, (laughs) You just really got to, you just got to wait for some creep to beep at you while you're walking. and Then you just flip your fucking thumb up. You just hop in real quick. It was great. Um, Yeah, I got around, you know, it was like a free Uber. It was awesome. And then basically what it looks like me, uh, my last drunk or whatever is, I was living in the W Hotel in Hollywood with, Fancy. with some dude, man. I cannot remember his name. Like, I'm an asshole. Like, I literally, I feel like it was, like, Bobby or something. But, like, also that sounds super generic. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what his name is. I literally, I think his name was Bobby. Anyway, me and Bobby living in this W Hotel, and it looks like me, like, Drinking just a handle of tequila by myself with a knife in my hand. I'm like stabbing the walls for some reason. I like slipped and like stabbed my hand by accident and then like just poured blood all over my body. And like, (laughs) this is the thing. Like, I don't know if you know what Snapchat is. (laughs) Very, very well versed in Snapchat. (laughs) Well, I was really big in social media, you know what I mean? And Snapchat and. So then I proceeded to Snapchat me pouring blood all over my body, and you know, like, like it's social media, so like people watched it, like my parents, like my mom, you know yep. what I mean, like followed me, you know, my yeah. roommates, my roommates that I had an apartment, they were like, "Where the fuck have you been?" and they just see me like pouring blood all. Yep. At some hotel. Yep. At some hotel that they haven't seen me in like two fucking weeks. All of a sudden, they see me on Snapchat. I'm just pouring blood all over myself. You know, people got concerned. Well, I, you know what I mean? I'm astonished. Yeah. You know, which is like fair. I understand. Like, people got concerned and they were like, okay, uh, you know, why don't you come back? Come back home. And so I did. And. Basically, they called my uh, my friend that was out here. He's sober. He's still sober. And they called his older sister. She had 10 years of sobriety at the time. They're from my hometown in Jersey. They were living in L.A. And uh, they called the older sister with 10 years of sobriety. She showed up at my door. And, um, you know, she took me to the hospital because I was still bleeding everywhere. Uh, <laughs> they glued my... Like, had to glue my hand together and shit, whatever. But basically you know, what it was at the time that I didn't realize it was like the power of one alcoholic speaking to another. Right. And basically what she did is she convinced me, you know, she was like, do you want to go to Malibu? And I was like, yeah, I want to go to Malibu. She was like, do you want to go like on vacation? And I was like, yeah, I want to go on vacation. And she was like, you know, there's this place you can go and there's guys with face tattoos on parole, like everywhere you go. And I was like, Fuck yeah, I wanna go fuck around with some dudes with face tattoos on Pearl. Like where do we go? Sign me up, you know? I didn't know she was talking about rehab, but she was talking about rehab, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But but she, you know, she spoke to me like no one had ever spoken to me before. Does that make sense? Like she yeah related to me. And she told me like, you know, whatever. And I was like, all right, dude, I'm down. Like, sign me up. I'll go on vacation. I'll try it out. I had no intention of staying sober. You know, you know, when like, people are like, uh, I came, you know, on my bottom or something, or like, I came in desperate. People are like, I went, whatever. Like I did not, I did not go to rehab. I did not get sober out of desperation. Like I got sober out of straight fucking delusion. I mean, I fucking got tricked, <laughs> too. That chick that drove me to rehab, she told me that you weren't allowed to admit to rehab. Only You could only admit to rehab if you weren't fucked up. That's what she told me. Like, that it had to be in my system, but I had to be sober when I got there. And I didn't know anything about rehab, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, all I knew about rehab, that it was for, like, you know, your tolerance, to get your tolerance down, because that's what all my homies did in Jersey. They went to Florida... You know, they would go kick it in Florida for a little bit, pick up some blues, bring them back and they'd have tolerance down. And like, that's what I knew about rehab. Right. So I was like, oh, okay. so I can't get fucked up before I go. That's how she convinced me to not drink the night before. So I would still be down to go. You know what I mean?